0: Mark. Hey Jay. So
1: had to start it off with a good lip smack there. I'm gonna to get better at it
0: someday. Yeah well not today. Uh, so this is a kickoff to the media month. Uh, we're planning a f- few weeks four to six weeks of media coverage uh, or shows concerning the media of uh, various forms and topics uh, leading up to uh Tim Poole, friend or fed. We just, of course, did uh, Alex Jones, friend or fed, last week with Buck Johnson, Matt Erickson, Tommy Sammons, and Adam Fitzgerald. You should go check that out after this. Uh, and, Great show! Uh, it was a fantastic show. It was I think one of our truly one of our best. Uh, so to uh, since we're building here. <laughs> Since we're trying to build a successful YouTube channel, let's uh let's talk about the Jews and um see uh see how much trouble it's, we can get in. Uh, apropos for uh, the moment, it's a uh, topic of discussion. They, they uh are prominent in media, we'll put it that way. And so uh, of course we're seeing a lot of narratives being presented and collapsing in real time. Yeah. Uh, well, as we so were saying. No, uh, TXO.
1: as we were saying as we were saying just before we started the stream i was saying to you like these conversations are really important and i think anyone that watches this watches this show knows that we talk about this stuff because it needs to be talked about and as you were saying when when the conversation stops that's when violence starts and when there's a lot of things that are percolating especially in certain circles you know i don't want the the programs to start again uh, as I've mentioned many times, and everybody knows, uh, I live my life surrounded by many Jewish people who I care deeply about. <clears throat> and you know, if if this stuff doesn't get talked about, and they come for them, I'm going to have to die defending them. And I'd rather live. So I think it's important to address stuff honestly and sincerely. And uh, so, what you're saying know.
0: here, Mark, what you're saying here, Mark, is you're just selfish, really. Yeah,
1: exactly. It it. This, is, this is about me.
0: Yeah, which is, I mean, it's, the most pro Jewish thing you can that's really say. What so.
1: Jesus said, right?
0: <laughs> Come on to me. Oh, bring, the,
1: bring me the because, YouTube views and then I'll
0: because, make you not have to die. Yeah. yeah. Right, because it's, it's, it's all about me. Uh, let's start off with this bagger to kind of set the tone. And then we, we have some clips and stuff like that. Of course, uh, send us your super chats if you want, your comments right online. Like, subscribe, share. Uh, all the things you're listening to us on audio leave us uh give us a star review leave us a comment all those things these things help and uh we appreciate it yeah
1: all the <laughs> I, I, we're getting just just last week i I went in and the the apple podcast app and I was like, oh mm. yeah, you can leave reviews in there so if you do listen to us on whatever podcast app you listen to us on, go in leave a review it uh it does help I noticed that we when you search some shows, we popped up right next to them, which is pretty cool.
0: Uh, hello, Norsey. Okay, so let's start with this. I just this came up in my feed just before we uh, got on the show. Are Jews white? Yes. If Jews are white, all accusations of white supremacy are also anti-Semitic in nature. If whites control everything, then Jews also play a hand in that control using their influence to disenfranchise racial minorities. Are Jews white? No. If Jews are not white, then racial minorities are vastly overrepresented in media, entertainment, law, and other fields with strong influence in the political and economic landscape. This debunks the narrative of white supremacy. Checkmate. Now, I was. I wasn't even going to use this because originally, when I read this, I'm like, oh, okay, here's boomer truth. Here we go, right? Right. Because this feels just like it's one of those things that you come across that you're supposed to use in a debate, and, and the other, sp- and you're expecting the other side go, oh, you've defeated me with your infallible logic. What is this logic trap you've gotten me into? Right. But it is an interesting one to play out because, I, I, well, I'll put it this way wokeism is based on critical theory uh what we consider wokeism is really just a manifestation a, a formalization of critical theory critical race theory uh, intersectionality all those things that really came to the forefront in about 2014. uh we're coming up to 10 years now and isn't it i was thinking about this the other day is that really my where i am now the person i am now really started in 2014 when i was remember asking my friend emily at the time who was going to colleges and i remember seeing those uh videos of the the girl at harvard yelling at the professor like this is supposed to be a family here or you're supposed to make me comfortable yada 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 it was over yeah. halloween something silly and i remember her she was going to uh, a canadian university and i was like um what's all this about and she's like oh it's nothing <laughs> like, right worry about it and then the more i talked to her she was starting to saying things like And meritocracy and, you know, patriarchy. And she started saying these things. I'm like, hmm, well, that's interesting because you keep telling me these things are nothing. But we're now getting into arguments over things like, you know, uh, people should be promoted based on performance. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah.
1: Is showing up on time white supremacy. That's Everyone remembers that classic uh, that was tweeted out by, I think it was like the Black History Museum of Chicago or something where it was literally like (laughs) having any type of virtue whatsoever was just white supremacy.
0: Yeah, showing them on time, taking a shower.
1: What I was um, debating for an alternative thumbnail for the show was that classic uh, picture of the family at uh, Black Lives Matter protest and they all had their placards and uh, Mm. one said "F F white supremacy. And the other one said love (laughs) and black lives matter. It's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just in the universities though. don't worry, this won't leak out into the larger public or affect you in any way. Until, Well, of course, I
0: mean, that was, and that was the crazy lie. And this is the thing that I remember getting into conversations with back then too, is like, well, if it's in the education system, then people are graduating with these ideas in their head and then getting jobs. So it's, it's just a matter of time until those people with those ideas start, to be in all the jobs and start reflecting that, uh, ideology. At the mm-hmm. time we were kind of praying then like, well, maybe they get out of college and it's like, Ooh, crazy time. Right. And just wipe it out of their head. That didn't happen because all of the media and all, everything else started to reflect those ideas until now it's crashing and burning. Uh, Disney just released this movie called the marbles with, um, mm-hmm. Three, three female leads and it was like the worst performing Disney movie in the last like 20 years uh, it, it's, it's starting to crash like people, people are getting bored and moving past this now mm-hmm. and I think with the Israeli stuff it's really hitting home because two years ago, three years ago whatever, you couldn't say this stuff uh, mm-hmm. and Elon getting, getting a hold of Twitter transforming into X uh, has changed things Dramatically, it's, uh, it's. I think it's undeniable that you can now say things on X that six months ago would have gotten you barred, gotten you fired from your job, would have gotten your bank accounts would have been seized, all these things. And now, at least, there's a period of time when you can say stuff. And you should still be always careful what you say. And we here at Two Bit Podcast don't don't advocate, um, you know, genocide or violence or anything like that. In fact, we're we're trying to avoid it at all costs but uh but it's still telling that you can now say things that you couldn't say 6 months ago right well i think we're firmly destroying, agreeing,
1: we firmly agree sorry, that being able to being able to say things stops the violence sorry
0: yeah and it and it uh yeah anyway, let's, let's let's get into this because you 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 uh shared this as a a twitter uh thread I'll read out. So this guy Charles Weber, um, tweeted out to to the cowards hiding behind the in the anonymity of the internet and posting Hitler was right. You got something you want to say? Why don't you say it to our faces? And he posts that. I don't know if you guys have seen this. I think we we uh, talked about this before. It's an infomercial thing. <laughs>
1: I saw what you've been posting.
0: So to set up for the audio listeners, it's a it's a dad and a kid in a in a car and he's pulled up and parked somewhere and the dad looks very disappointed at his son. Hitler was right. I didn't teach you that. You hide behind your screen, spewing all this
2: hatred and ugliness. You got something you want to say? get
0: out of the truck and say it to their faces. Sorry. <laughs> okay. again, for our listeners, he's pointing towards like a synagogue with the menorah on the thing and the Jewish family coming out and the kids like obviously. Right. Anyways. Uh, who, so in response. Who posted yeah. Posted that. This is like ADL. I don't know. Charles Weber. I don't know who the guy is. Right. Um, In response, a guy called the artist formerly known as Eric says, okay, Jewish communities have been pushing the exact kind of dialectical hatred against whites that they claim to want people to stop using against them. I'm deeply disinterested in giving the tiniest shit now about Western Jewish populations coming to the disturbing realization that those hordes of minorities that that support flooding their country, I guess that they support flooding their country don't exactly like them too much you want the truth? Said to your face, there it is. And Elon responded, you have said the exact truth. Mm -hmm.
1: So this is our theory going back a while. I think Elon is kind of based on white identity politics. Obviously, I think there's a bit of a cultural heritage there. If you come from somewhere like South Africa, you see where rhetoric like this leads. And I think he's well aware of it. So I think he's sensitive to it and kind of He's He never comes out and says it, but you can tell by what he allows to be said. He'll kind of open the floodgates and let the, the extremists blurt out everything and then just be kind of like, hmm. <clears throat> there you go. And uh, yeah, these are important conversations. Uh, I think uh, even the uh, whose country is getting flooded with who and what do you think the consequences are of letting in people who hate you? And when you push the dialogue of when this, you know, it's like the land acknowledgements thing. Like that's when it really sort of was one of the major signs in Canada when you have people pushing. Well, you're you're on you're you're on stolen land. Basically, it comes down to like the the narrative is is f whites, and then why? Well, because they're colonizers. Well, why are they colonizers? Because they took land from someone without any thought to what the second order consequences of pushing that are going to be. If you just want to have your um uh animosity towards a certain group and you don't care how about you you get other people to joining in on that without thinking it through that maybe you should have a, a a thoughtful claim to your position instead of just whatever the easiest answer is some of this stuff might come back and bite you in the ass and that's what we're seeing so hopefully our goal is that this will be an end to wokeness because i have my theory again of who's pushing that oh and uh, uh, woke, Wokeness
0: wokeness please. was going to end anyways. And we said this on the, if you guys want to go back and, into the archives and watch uh, the show we did about the vengeful son archetype. And my theory is that what we're seeing that, okay, let me lay this out. Uh, at the end of the, of the 19th and beginning of the 20th century, I believe the spirit of the age was really the archetype of the, of the tyrannical father, where you had, uh, which is usually typified by the sort of uh, someone like um, the god Apollo, who like eats his children, um, sort of a, a vengeful, wrathful kind of figure uh, that uh, that is thoroughly destructive. Uh, and from that from that spirit, as, it, as that moved through society, it waned. It gave birth to to the devouring mother, uh, which is you could say somewhere on the civil rights movement, um, overprotective, smothering, like I love you so much, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you, <laughs> um, that that kind of um, uh, system that I think that that gave birth to wokeism, like that's this final manifestation is in its perfect zenith form. It's wokeism uh, that's now giving way. I, th- I I think now we can look at it as sort of wokeism as its was its dying breath, and now what's being born is what I would consider the, what I'm calling the ventral sun, mm-hmm. which will be the offspring of these two of these two epochs of these two spirits and going into this new age. And what I believe we're going to start seeing is, is more and more acts of total violence. And I don't necessarily mean kinetic. Uh, although I think there will be instances of that. There's that older guy in, um, who was that guy in, uh, I think it was Chile or somewhere like that who opened fire at the uh, environmental protesters on the street. Uh, they were blocking up traffic. And he just got out with a gun and, started, and he, just, he just mowed them down. Uh, you're going to see more and more of that just average everyday people snapping hmm. and uh there was just the thing in the senate did you see this one with bernie where bernie had to like go oh, wait calm down
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <clears throat> where um a senator out. sitting senator who was who was who was an, an, an ex MMA fighter um uh, called out this uh teamster boss and basically said hey man if you want to go let's go and the guys okay fine and and the, and he actually stood up in the senate hearing and it looked like he was going to throw hands in, in the Senate building and I'm, you might I'm, say well, I'm a hundred percent
1: down for that this is how all conflicts you know all political matters should be handled is uh, one-on-one fight to the death
0: totally uh, TXR it. corrected me it said Saturn is is who, uh, who ate his children yes thank you very much uh, it was Saturn um, the God so mm. w- as we're moving into this age we're going to start seeing more and more violence I think the kickoff to this in a weird way was gamestonks. Uh, If you remember back to that thing where it was hold the stonks and they, they, they basically crashed and burned uh, a GameStop because people, uh, because of reaction to shorting the market and it like took down a hedge fund. (laughs) And one of the key guys who were, who was part of that, there was telling him like, dude, if you keep holding this, you're going to lose everything. You're going to lose all these millions of dollars you made from this. He's like, yeah, I don't care. Mm -hmm. My purpose is to bleed them. My purpose is to hurt them because they hurt my family. He's identified the he's identified the people who 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 screwed up his dad and his and his mom and is like no no oh here's a weapon I'm using against you oh I I don't profit from it good my profit is seeing you is is hurting you exactly that yeah, the was the kickoff was
1: never, the goal wasn't to make money it was to it was to use whatever weapon was at your disposal and that was what they had and now you have with the zoomer generation right this and i can see anyone who's paying attention could see this bubbling up miles away when you you can only disenfranchise blatantly disenfranchise an entire segment of the population for so long until they do what other disenfranchised populations of this you know segments of the population do which is resort to whatever's left at their disposal which can be unsightly at times so we're here to try and
0: yeah, disenfranch. That. But here's the here's the key thing too is that we're not talking about general g- generation of disenfranch- disenfranchisement. Disenfranchisement. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. To, I'm going, to, I'm going to, my my mouth wants to say in French, um, which it. is weird. Disenfranchisement. Uh, but um, yeah, the thing, the the problem here is that you're not dealing with with a generation that can't remember the good times that wasn't raised with good times in the background. Uh, you know, the, people coming out of the 90s when there was a, a, a genuine sense of euphemism, of, of, uh, of you know, uh, economic uh, prosperity, all those things, even hallmarks of the 60s and 50s and 60s. Like, people remember that. Culturally, we remember that. So they're not broken. And you've been trying to break them, but they're not breaking. And that's the, the key here, that... When this kicks off, and this is also key to my understanding, that the elite structure that everyone kind of um, uh, gives awe to almost isn't in fully in control. Like this whole, you know, WEF, all the all that big global narrative thing—they're not fully in control. They're de- they're dealing with stuff that they don't understand, and what's coming down the pike is not something that they, they're going to be able to control because you're dealing with people who are myopic. In order for them to pull off the, the one world government thing, they had to put people in power who are selfish, self-involved, myopic, and stupid. Mm-hmm. Justin Trudeau, Gavin Newsom, the list goes on, right? Because those are the only kind of people that would go along with this kind of crap. But now the problem is that, so, so you can forward your goals through these people, but the problem is now that your whole deck is stacked with myopic, <laughs> selfish, uh, greedy, stupid people. And you can't build a civilization with that. Like you can't f- actually do the thing they want to do with those kind of people. It just, it, it, it's impossible. And when I think the consequences start to really hit, hit home and we're seeing this course now with all these, you know, uh, pro-Israel Jewish people freaking out that intersectionality is now turning on them too.
1: Mm. Well, it's, it's, it, the funny thing is it, it's, it's the Told perfect, you. It's, you know, you know, the, you know that uh, the that Holocaust story thing that everybody says, like, first they came for the whoever and I didn't stand up for them because I wasn't a whatever. And it's like, OK, well, now that's complete. Now that's you. Mm-hmm. You did that. You did the thing. And uh, it's like like Elaine says in the comments, exactly. Anti-white oligarchs are willing to lose money as long as it harms white people. I mean, that's been glaringly obvious, especially when you look at immigration, you look at places like the UK where they're they're, they're, they're They'll, they're willing to go bankrupt to destroy your country so when when you see something that obvious and is put in your face that no that there's no what's the benefit even if even if the goal was okay gdp goes up it's really hard to explain a lot of the larger actions that have been happening to western countries without there being okay well there's some kind of vengeance and listen i'll I'll strongman the point. So if, if you go back, say you go back to whatever, the 1930s or, or pre the, the civil rights, um, the thing that was passed in 65, I believe, in the US where they changed immigration policy from white Christian Europeans and kind of opened it up. And you could say that some of the first people who got in were um, a lot of Jews who, who tried to get in during World War II and many were sent off. Everyone's seen that movie where um, they're on the boat and they're trying to get in. I forget what it's called very famous movie though i had to watch it growing up and but when some were let in if if you're a minority in a place i can understand the desire to want allyship to want other minorities to come in and help you to fight the dominant group i mean where i grew up even go around in montreal there's the jewish um there's the jewish ymca there's the jewish general hospital and these weren't built out of like oh, we don't want to be around you these are built because they were excluded and they were minoritized, if you want to put it that way. Where I grew up, no blacks, no Jews was a common sign until the seventies, eighties. So, it's it's understandable to to you can sympathize with that desire to okay, if we're if we're going to be in a minority class, we want to have other allies in this class. Then, if you take it too far, you can get into places like we are now. So let's let's we uh, got Bill Maher queued up here. Is that what we're going to go to next? Sure do. But.
0: In 1984, I remember walking around London, like it was all white, it was all white. But
1: you go outside of London now, but but now it's totally changed.
0: It went from, I read this in Andrew Sullivan's column, it went from, in 50 years, it went from um, 86% white to 36% white. Now,
1: this is not a complaint. See, if we were conservatives, this would be
0: like a lament.
1: Great. It's a fact. It's a, fact it's, a fact. And fact. it's And it's a happy fact. And if you can't...
0: Yeah, if we're conservatives, this would be a lament. Even though that mass migration in Europe or in, in the UK happened under conservative governments, like Margaret Thatcher and like the... <laughs> you have a conservative government right now in the UK who's allowing mass migration to happen in the UK. So, oh, no... <laughs> All those damn conservatives are really against immigration, except when they allow it uh, yeah. oh, for decades. like they've, they've
1: had a conservative government for like 12, 13 years there, and they have the highest immigration that they've ever had. So I don't think it, calling a conservative is... is- is retarded sorry bill it's apropos for many things that come out of your mouth um just to address the comments is uh, uh kind of uh, boomer truthy to what i said but okay um listen i'm not saying that this might be the long-term consequence of what could have been a mistake back in the day but unlike bill uh, it's not a happy fact this is the reality yeah. that we're stuck with now and it needs to be addressed and it needs to be talked about and we need to be able to uh, talk about it honestly, but I'm, I'm sure as hell not celebrating it.
0: Well, and this, is, and this is the importance of religion because religion, especially something like Christianity, let's just put let's use, use that example, you can take culturally divergent groups of people uh, that may have even historical problems with each other but because they all belong to the same religion and that religion is has its taboos and structures they can more or less trust each other going okay well look we got this right like we we disagree on all these things but we agree on this and this is the most important thing because this is a, this is our hierarchy structure so as long as we we're all nominal christians we can you know agree to disagree on a lot of these other little things mm-hmm. when you remove that structure completely and don't replace it with anything uh, even halfway comparable, now all you're left with is with all the cultural differences. And you can try to tie it together with an ideology like oppressor, oppressor, oppress. But now you're entered it. But when you do that, you create rivalry. Yeah. That so now you're introducing
1: you, that, you, the opposite of tying it together, right? Like now you're introducing right. more conflict. And what do you have? Is that going to be? Is that what multiculturalism is? Like, great. Everybody hates each other. Now we're all fighting. I'd rather go back to like uh, high trust and shared that, something that
0: would be like that would be like trying to make the argument that the t- like you know when you have those tangled up uh earbuds you reach on you have a like, cords that are all just like hopelessly mangled together and go this is much better this is superior than oh, having just this single the, strand the, like the solution to that is scissors yes <laughs> okay just Maybe. just put put the earbuds in a in a in a hospital and bomb it. Like that's what you do. Like come on. Uh, um, just a Let's few shout outs. Sure. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. yeah, hang on. Just a few shout outs before we get up, go on. Uh, thank you random username for the $5. Appreciate you as always and uh, TK sends us $5 and says uh, worth remembering the factions of the WEF types are faction are factually divided. They are sub 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 factions at odds with each other. Yeah, well, correct try to get to that point to either in the show or I have a future show plan where we're going to really dive into that, but let's get through this. Just don't don't tell me we're living in a year we're not living in. We're living in the year when London is mostly people of color.
2: Yes, it is. And
0: I'm applauding it.
2: Yep. Happy for you. Happy for it.
0: Okay. But let's live in the year. Because he's a liberal and they have to just applaud everything liberal this somehow multiculturalism multiculturalism is there, is there a strength diversity is a strength mark right right oh i forgot we're, we're living it I, it's
2: you go to windsor windsor castle okay and the town, of course, is called
1: Windsor. And it used to be, when I was a kid, all English tea shops with China, and everybody used to go right. there for afternoon tea. Right. <laughs> and you'd go to Windsor Park and watch some polo. And now, you go around there, there's no more fucking tea shops.
2: Right.
1: None of that. Right. It's Arabic restaurants, right. it's Jamaican restaurants, right. it's Chinese
0: people shitting in the streets (laughs) like
1: (laughs) some some, uh, honor killings Uh, paradise
0: and uh, some fgm some fgm happening in the back alley i mean come on it's well
1: listen another good comment another good comment Uh, i think we might have lost it um one group of people prefer the tangle to be to prefer the tangle because untangled society might do soap and lampshades and there is something really true to that and this harkens back to what i was saying with being the minority whether or not that's justified i'm not going to get into the spielbergation of history the fear is there and you're talking about a group of people that have been propagandized to fear more than anything else white a white conscious
0: people can we just all agree can we all tr- agree here in the chat that Mark could pull off a little red dress, though? Just saying,
1: I can pull off anything, Jay. That's 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 that's, that's Tuesday morning. <laughs> um, so yeah, look, we're looking at two people of a certain ethnicity here, celebrating the fact that there isn't a a strong dominant culture that might risk threatening them. Again, I'm I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm saying I I can simp- I can understand
0: it it's not an endorsement but okay but and this and this is the this is the, the the big thing here right uh is that okay so imagine you have a group of people whose entire whose modern origin story the the, the big narrative that they're running with is that they've been chased out of everywhere they're uh hunted and uh, everyone wants wants to kill them at all times they're just like everything is just like two steps away from, from 1940s Germany. Uh, and then those people start to get into entertainment, media, law, politics, every major institution are run by people with this narrative in their head, Mm. right or wrong. That's their narrative in their head, right? That, that, that kind of paranoia is going to do a number on you. I said this about, uh, about my own, um, uh, religious experience and everything that led up to it is I became aware of all the contradictions I was holding in my head. And that was driving me nuts because I was like, you can't have all these things. Like it's wh- how we started the show. If, if Jews are white than this and Jews are not white then this, like you got to pick one. You can't, and I don't want to break it down to a binary dialectic, but if you're holding these two things, like almost like plates stacked on each other, like, you know, the old cartoon where, you know, it's uh, in the dish pit and all these st- plates are stacked up to the sky and all it takes is one little push and it's all going to come down like a tom and jerry cartoon yeah that <laughs> like that's your brain on the, on these narratives and at some point you're going to have to choose something to clarify it to to get to wipe out the contradictions uh and for me that's it was orthodox christianity i know that for a lot of people is that it eliminates the it, it gets rid of the, the the dialectic this is a buck johnson quote it removes the dialectic uh Orthodox Christianity is a dialectic destroyer because it removes the dialectic by by embracing the paradox. And once you embrace certain paradoxes, which at first seem to be antithetical or or more of a mind fuck than than not, but it it is the untangling. Suddenly, you untangle all those things and realize you 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 don't need it. Like, see, Jason. Now, what you're doing is you're fulfilling their ultimate fear, which is that you're telling them the solution
1: is uh, come to Jesus. Come Come to shout out to uh, TK thanks for the super chat boomers caused all these problems um, I was thinking about mm-hmm. the other day it, well, no, I, li- I like this idea though like literally we're, we're supposed to believe or the, the common narrative right now of our time is that all of human history from millennia upon millennia was groups massacring other groups for land and territory until one generation in the 1960s and then humanity changed <laughs>
0: This I, is what gives my credence this is what gives my credence that to the spirit of the age of the, of the boomers was the devouring mother which is come on to me i shall protect you you everything is hurt you're all hurt and damaged by those by that tyrannical father by that horrible horrible man i'm going to come into me and i'm going to protect you and while she's protecting them she's just drowning her children like mm-hmm. you know she's she's literally smothering her children because yeah well, uh, again I've also a sense of str- protection
1: yeah, I'll strongman it there, and I can sympathize with the boomers. Like if, if you grew up, I can imagine, I don't know, I'm not a boomer, but if you grew up in that generation where every one of the generation before you either died or murdered a ton of people, I, could, I can understand the desire to want to be like, okay, let's try to make sure this doesn't happen again. How do we stop the entire world from going to war? Let's blend everybody in kumbaya. You never know. It's never been tried. Let's try it, and maybe we'll save the world. It's a, it's a lofty goal
0: at some point admit you got it wrong well it's also think about boomer men for a second second, right is that i saw this um in my father's generation their their fathers uh from the great generation and their grandfathers went through two world wars probably served in two world wars or were affected by them most men were at that point were emotionally broken human beings so their father archetype, their father model was a it was an emotionally distant human being, uh, or he came from the old country and maybe he was a bit, you know,
1: a little bit violent. Yeah. Well, uh, and when they came back from war, they definitely were violent and shattered and uh, not great to their right. kids. Right? Like,
0: well, I'm, I'm just I'm talking generally, of course, here, right? So now let's say that's your model. Then you live in this massive prosperity. Where you respect your father, and you know that your father, in some ways, is better than you, more of a man than you, but you're doing better than him. You're economically crushing him, and I think that contradiction played a number on them, and that and that's why they embraced things like the sexual revolution and a whole bunch of other things and broken marriages and 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 to put the put the blame on the men for a second for all that is one they allowed it. Two, they they uh they allowed it to 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 get away from responsibility and remain a child but a man child this perpetual man child like i've heard a lot of them try to blaming boomer uh, millennials and zoomers for this it starts with the boomers where and you can see this where they're obsessed with age they're obsessed with youth and like remaining young my grandparents never were never like that like they just got like i don't i don't think any other generation got like that they were like actually getting old was amazing. Like they, they, they took it as like a sign of success <laughs> that, yeah, that you survived to your seventies. Like <laughs> yeah. You maybe my God, man, you're living well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Uh, right. Uh, it's 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 a, it's a it, and I don't want to get into like pop psychology on this, but it's something that's interesting to think about. It's so TK. I mean, just uh, my my position on it is that everyone scapegoats someone, and it's easy to scapegoat with the boomers because they're the boomers. And fair, have at it. Like I'm not here to tell you who to love or hate, but I I don't think you can ever put anything on anybody all, all fully. The only person you can put any of these things on is yourself. And when you carry it on yourself, then then you actually can you actually make some changes. So putting it on the boomers is like okay, fine, okay, George. What do you do with that? You know, yeah. Well, yeah, clean up your clean up your room now. Uh, yeah. are see, we finished are we finished
1: to bill maher clip was there anything i think they, more, they just go on celebrating uh, white genocide for a few more minutes yeah
0: and the destruction of, of peaceful culture can you imagine that like saying <laughs> those like little who, tea who shops
1: could, like, who, who could look at london 1970 and london now and say it's improved at all unless you just hated london like oh well, all those all those terrible tea shops and like played post
0: world war post world war london i could get right because you had like an economic collapse london uh, england stopped being But well, i said 1970 No but i'm saying i think in the 1970s they were still coming through that they're coming out of that period like british punk the british punk movement made sense okay, the American punk movement didn't yeah. yeah but i'm saying like the 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 british punk movement made sense the american punk movement didn't the the the, the british punk movement actually had reasons to be pissed right, right? whereas whereas the with well, the americans you're like you're living in the land of greatest pros- economic prosperity of uh, in the history of man like what why are you angry can you imagine like this is why they they, they all seem gay now can you imagine uh like a, a 1970s american punk talking to a zoomer now about how awful their life was why it was like why are you so mad well because uh (laughs) yeah Yeah.
1: right because in britain they did have because they kind of had their great depression ish like we got we had like not we americans had like the 30s after their first bout with leftism and then i think in britain it was more of the 70s which led to the thatcher backlash but they had like all the um because they used to make great stuff and then they got unionized and they protested everything and started all, lost all their manufacturing because of uh, certain politics and we we're way the fuck off topic but
0: uh it's yeah. all this is all this is all technically to topic. Britain,
1: britain thatcher era versus now i think is objectively declined so uh go fuck yourself sharon <laughs>
0: Sorry, famous not- for mm-hmm. fucking f- famous for fucking a really talented musician. That's yeah. basically it. Like, yeah. just, that's all she's got. Okay. Tucker Carlson. Well, look at that face. Um, t- Tucker Carlson had Candace Owens on. Uh, thank you to everyone on the chat. Again, if you listen to this audio on audio, you should come over to YouTube occasionally Fridays at, uh, I think we're going to start at six thirties now because you're t- daylight savings time. Nonsense. Uh, but we will be, uh, we'll be here on Fridays. Come, come check us out. Uh, and, uh, uh, keep the chat lively comments. Exactly. Uh, we do appreciate each and every one of you. Okay. So let's just lead with this. This is Tucker and Candace talking about stuff. Uh, Candace is getting into, uh, the setup to this is she's talking about some letter written by, uh, students at Harvard or faculty at Harvard that essentially, um, was supportive of Palestine, not Israel. I think that the letter came out, I think it was written or proposed before the Israeli Palestine war. And it just got released like more or less. The yeah, same week. Like uh, so, uh, so I think she might mention timing in this. And, uh, so Harvard is now trying to resent, like is, is now trying to crack down hard mm-hmm. on, um, on student groups and, you know, um, the funders of Harvard the, are, are all threatening to pull money out and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but this is a nice way to kind of en- encapsulate everything we've been talking about. And, yeah. and by the way, I support donors giving money to things they agree with. Yes, I, support uh, I, that. I strongly do. Yep. The part that, and so I
1: had no problem with that at all. Same. You don't like it, don't pay for it. Good mm-hmm. for you. However, then I thought, well, wait a
2: second. If the biggest donors at, say, Harvard, have decided, well, we're going to shut it down now. Where were you the last 10 years when they that's why for white question. genocide? You were allowing this. And then I found myself really hating those people, actually. that You're okay with that? On what grounds were you okay with that? And I, this is what I've been trying to explain to the pro-Israel lobby, that what you are seeing as lack of support is people that are asking the question is, where were you yeah. <laughs> as we have endured all of you this? You were paying for it, actually. Right? You were paying for it. You were, you were paying for it. You were, you were calling okay my it. children immoral for their skin color. You paid for that. Yeah, and and I so decided. why shouldn't I be mad at you? I don't understand. And so that is, you know, obviously, you have a, a ton of white people that are asking this question, and they're now being called anti-Semitic, and I think that that's wrong. I think these are meaningful questions that deserve to be answered. Why was this, uh, this sort of verbiage allowed into the curriculum? I mean, could you imagine if in the curriculum it said that every, every Jewish person born is a terrorist? This is systematically what has been said. I would be totally opposed to that. In co- You're learning this, not even just, by the way, at the college campus level, in high schools. I've covered this on my show at high schools, that they are now allowing children to stand up in an auditorium during uh, – not Black Lives Matter week. Uh, during uh, – what is February? African uh, – yeah you know, whole month of February, African-American month. I'm totally – Black History Month. Black right? <laughs> I mean, I'm like, what is what is February? Black History Month, they were allowing at this very elite school $50,000 uh, per a month. Uh, to attend the school, for a year to attend the school, for these children to stand up on a stage and yell in an auditorium. Black kids were allowed to be on the stage. White kids were sitting down at this elite school, and they said, you don't know what we lived through. You don't understand what how your whiteness impacts me. This is going on in New York City right now. That is explicit anti-white racism that is happening. And I covered it up.
0: Okay. take all of that. I... And what's you know, amazing too, it's amazing too, is that a lot of those fine, those uh, fine young uh, uh, African Americans uh, in New York and in other places seem to not distinguish between um, Jew and Gentile all that much when you just break things down to the color of your skin. Like I think the the idea was to they didn't want to use bourgeoisie. One because it's communist connections, and two because uh, the average American couldn't, couldn't get through that; they would think of it as a pasta sauce. So they they've they've rebranded bourgeoisie into white, and that worked for a while no. because they didn't study their history and realize that you know when well, they this eliminated is the bourgeoisie in, in the Soviet Union, then it led to massive economic collapse. And when Stalin continued the trend by going by going after uh, the kulaks. It led to mass famines. Oops, right? It's, yeah, it's, but it's, this it's a bad idea. Well, this is straight up Herbert Marcuse,
1: right? And this is uh, right. in I think an essay on liberation where he goes through, and there's another book where he explicitly outlines the plan. He's like, we can't we can't agitate Americans, we can't agitate the the middle class and poor Americans towards revolution because capitalism's given them a good life. What we need to do is round up the the minorities and, and, uh, agitate on racial and, and, uh, uh, gender, whatever else lines that we can. And then, and then you had a lot of people who went along with this, thought it was a great idea because when it's F whites, it's easy. And they didn't think that maybe raising a generation of revolutionary communists might bite them in the ass. Sorry, now now you got to do deal with what you got because when you if you're gonna break stuff down into well they're bad because they took somebody's land 400 years ago what what does that make you for doing it right now? Uh, can't help you. So, nope. do you think they'll stop pushing this stuff now that it's coming full circle or is 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 there the, the oh yeah of, yeah you think it's just gonna is it gonna get coveted and just like didn't happen?
0: My prediction is this. Uh, in the next six months to a year, uh, American elections are coming this year, right? 2024. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But by the end of those elections, it'll be gone. And in terms of like, like you said, with COVID, right? It's, it'll be gone to the point where people will be upset with you if you mention it. Right. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, you'll <it'll> be uh,
0: <laughs> anti-Semitic. For Here's my right other prediction. Up. Here's my other prediction. And you guys can, Hold on to this. I'm going to make a clip. Hold on to this. I, I won't say how, how many years it'll take because uh, that that's beyond me. But very when wokeism is done and is never mentioned again, ever, right? Or, or used in like only referential kind of things, like, whew, what a crazy time. What a crazy decade, right? Uh when that after that happens there'll be a period of normalization and then the next thing is that all these screaming liberals bill mars and all the people wherever that will flip a script into becoming traditional uh, tr- and, and neo-traditionalists like some sort of tradition like uh, like a, a a version of of um um uh peterson overnight mm. and people in your family who are blue haired uh tra- you know uh gender fluid, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. We'll be wearing very nice frocks and talking about apple pies.
1: Your lips to God's ears. I, it's possible. Listen, I wanted to find I guarantee
0: because- I guarantee it. I guarantee okay. it. <laughs> it's, it's going into that book. Because 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 the 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 narrative is going to shift to get evangelicals back into an, sort of an evangelical, Protestant, Christ, Christian, not so Christian, but Christian narrative to be present that and create some sort of normalization to that because Protestant, 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 Protestant I can't even speak today. Something with peace. Protestant, the prots, yeah. equal, I, I tweeted this out today and some people are having a hard time with this, but I, I'll explain it. We got 15 minutes. Harder I'll, show, I'll you. see what we can do. Yeah. Yeah protestant protestant uh, tell me how to say it thank protestant. you equals <laughs> equals christian zionism yeah and that's just how that works so if you want to reestablish sort of a pro israel pro you know whatever even even like put 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 the brakes on, put a bit of a cooling period on, this, on the on the global world order thing, and get people back under some sort of uh, decent umbrella. Uh, uh, let's say a natural order where the liberals are the underdogs, and the uh, and the status quo is, is is largely conservative, socially conservative, constructive, building to, building towards order. You are going to have to get behind that and and promote a form of, and in, in, I think in, in America it'll be some sort of form of evangelical. Christian messaging, um, which is horrible for the Christians, by the way. This it's, it's yeah, bad Christianity. But yeah, no, but you're not
1: cheering me up at all.
0: No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying this is a good thing. I'm just there. There'll be good things about it, right? But overall, there's going to be some horrible things about it. <laughs> but the 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 narrative structure, all that stuff, is going sh- to it will stun you how fast it happens. Is what I'm promising the chat here. It will st- it will happen so fast. And so immediate that you will wake, wake up one morning, and everyone will be talking about the Bible and refinding Christianity, and uh, you know, dressing in suits and like going to church you on Sunday. Return to just and, like
1: general Americana modesty. Listen, the, 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 I'd take it back to if we can go back to the '90s again. It's not. It's not.
0: Uh, it won't be the '90s. It'll be like it'll be the 1950s.
1: Okay, even better. Is it ideal? No. Is it better than the? mess of garbage we have now it's preferable i suppose um but i think i can see a push for that happening because i wanted to find a clip of uh brett weinstein who gave us a talk five or six years ago right after the evergreen thing and he was talking about how the left what they've done through this Marcuse strategy was was assemble a very unstable coalition of people that will turn on each other as soon as they're they've fraction fractionate at all but what they've built in response to their unstable coalition is a very stable coalition of people that are now uh, uh, race and religious conscious and have shared values and have things in common and will be basically impossible to defeat if they ever coalesce. I think it's becoming inevitable. Like it's, it's very obvious for them to see that that's, that is what has happened. What my hopes are is that what that can be is something good and moral and and not an overreaction, not um, uh, reactionary in a sense, but productive and and uh, virtuous. So if 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 they'll return to um, yeah fifties sort of basic decency in order to stave off the worst of of what the stable coalition could bring on them, then I think that's a win win across the board. So let's uh, hope for that. <laughs> made any sense. I think it, I think it, no, it was good. That's good. Back. I agree.
0: It, like like everything else. Like, look, there's there's going to be opportunities. This is why we're not blackpilled here. We don't we don't produce black pills. We're not blackpilled merchants. Uh, there is every single reason in the world to be to be enthusiastic and optimistic about the future. Uh, and that's just my general message. Build. Wait for the opportunities to happen. There are there are such mate the one thing I think that is helpful to free your mind from. There's a few things. One of them, one of the big ones, is that these people aren't aren't all powerful. Don't cede any power or authority over to those who who, who can't bear it. And there, you're really the enemy class here is really just selfish, uh, stupid pricks. That's all they are. Yeah, well, no, that just illustrates no... that
1: so perfectly. They never thought to like step two. These, we aren't. These aren't a bunch of geniuses.
0: And the more you told them, make, the more you warned them about belt. it. Yeah, the more you warned them about it, you're like, they're like, no, we're gonna <laughs> no, we're we're yeah. gonna figure that out. No, no, we'll we'll totally okay. figure that out. And you're like, but you did, but you, but you didn't, you did, the, you did the yeah, thing. We'll, cross the, thing we'll cross
1: the contradictions bridge when we get to it. Well, you're there now, and uh, yeah, ah, stop. Yeah. Anyways, um, I think that's it for that segment. Do, I, did it, do we have anything else, or can we? Uh, can you want to play my Freeland clip? Oh, we'll play the Freeland clip. It's <laughs> a good. Go back to responsible governance. Short. We have uh, great news for anyone in Canada. Our our merciful overlords have a plan. It's the smartest thing they've come up with yet. After trying everything else, for anyone that isn't aware, um,
0: oh, I have, another, I have another one after. This. We're I have another uh, we're, one after this. Too. Okay. Um, yeah, sorry, uh, 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 uh,
1: we're we're not in a recession because that's what the news told me. Um, stuff just keeps costing a lot, and that's the store's fault. Luckily,
0: this well inflation is just is just uh natural and climate change right.
1: yeah, it's 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 capitalism causes inflation, right? more capitalism it's- price go up. That's how that works. Well, right? re- I that remember
0: complex. remember capitalist democracy is a conversation everyone's having around the dinner table in Canada. Right. Yeah. Is, is, this is what Christina's, Christina's words, not, not mine. Okay. Uh, let's, just, uh, let's, let's just play what she uh, what has come say. up with.
2: Um, as a follow-up, are new taxes something that your government is considering or what can be done immediately? I mean, we have record number of people going to use the food bank. Exactly when can Canadians expect some relief? As I said, um, this...
0: She's a fucking bobblehead she's just literally a bobblehead twitchy
1: twitcher, twitcherson face i they gotta They're dial something they, something, gotta di- she's on something
0: they gotta dial her uh her uh, baby blood in i just it's a bit, a bit too tweaky
2: this is it's a very important question it's a very important issue it very. is something we are absolutely focused on and we are prepared to use every tool in our toolbox including tax policy to make sure that prices stabilize um
1: genius <laughs> fucking genius if you get you know we already tried um taxing the air we <laughs> 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 see they have it's, it's so goddamn juvenile too <laughs> we're gonna use every tool in our toolbox
0: <laughs> what well, didn't you try yet uh, more taxes oh, okay Perfect. That'll do. Hang turn. on. Let me see if I can find it here. There's a. Have you seen the clip going around um, of Biden? Uh, let me see if I can find it here. Biden um, calling. Um, Xi Jinping is, is visiting uh, the United States. He's, he's in San Francisco. Um,
1: yeah, which is why he's is right it. Uh, yeah they again they magically uh, apparently have the ability to clean up their city for yeah it's amazing you tired, know right they finally they have finally had a reason to do it and that's uh, a communist dictator someone they actually care about in that city
0: oh here it is um so so yeah of course so, so Xi's visiting um and Biden gave a speech and uh this is great if I can find it here. There's a great clip where Biden calls Xi Jinping a dictator in a speech, and you can see Anthony Blinken, who's like the the foreign minister or whatever, just yeah, just just like blink and like you can see his face going, "Fuck, I get calls." This. <laughs> okay, Trudeau listen.
1: called yeah. him a dictator too, so I don't know what's going on. Yeah, but 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 but, but
0: that was a term of endearment from Trudeau. <laughs> When di- when he says it, he means it like he's like he's like like my dad like my dad was a dictator you know in Cuba yeah. uh,
2: that she's a dictator. Well, look, he is. I mean, he's a dictator in the sense that he he is the guy who runs the country
1: that is... Wait, that uh, was that Abe Lincoln yeah. there. Uh, come on,
2: don't do it. On that. she she's okay. a dictator. Well, look, he is. I mean, he's a dictator in the sense that he, right there, right a... there. <laughs> well didn't he just have a failed diplomatic trip to china or something I just that
0: imagine. look just that look of his face going oh, oh, oh,
1: why, you, wh- you, why, you, why is he visiting is there just checking out his new property
0: yeah pro- probably it's in san fran right yeah. it's a uh <laughs> yes. listen
1: that's another let's put that for another episode how i mean china owns everything they own new york they own san francisco they own canada and
0: uh yeah why everyone's we talking about the israel-, israel palestine
1: thing like just just get rid of the band-aid just admit it you're like we did you see you that
0: ground. um did you see that um, Michael Rapaport has has gone off on people like on Twitter? Uh, his guys, sorry, he's gone off on TikTok and like a lot of these. Like now they're blaming TikTok for being this hotbed of anti-Semitism. <laughs> as like who owns who owns TikTok? But China. That would be the greatest thing too. Imagine if China's just sort of like, yeah, yeah, the, it's the Jews who own everything. It's all the Jews yeah. who own everything. Maybe were, we own nothing. Just solved it. We owe nothing. What what you talk about? Just it's All just look at Jews in, in 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 Middle East. You you pay attention to them, no, not what's going look on at, in Africa. Don't, look at
1: Africa. <laughs> don't
0: don't visit Africa, don't think about Africa. Oh man. Okay.
1: He's oh, he's coming here because Biden can't go to Beijing. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Probably right. Thank you to everyone. That's a uh, great chat today. That was awesome. To everyone who has not liked or yet <laughs> subscribed, please do both. Follow us uh, on all oh the my God. We're on Is this true? Uh...
0: Rappaport said he'd vote Trump at this point.
1: <laughs> wow. it's What a time to be alive. It's it's, it's, and it's only going to get better. 2024 is going to be a year for the books, I'm telling ah! you.
0: Oh. Oh, <laughs> do you miss him yet? Do you miss him? Do you miss? Do you miss your daddy? They're just oh, it's hilarious. Because they, they tried to make him this anti-Semitic guy while he was like Trump. I mean, while he was like changing the embassies and like giving oh, was, Israel right. massive aid and like just like his, his son-in-law is Jewish, his kids are Jewish. Like, and and now they're oh, yeah. Thank you, folks. Yeah, as nothing, always, nothing. we appreciate you. Thank you for the super chats. We have memberships now. You can sign up to yeah, a membership. Anymore. Do those? I'll be post. Uh, I'm basically just trying to get to the holidays. I got some time off during the holidays where I'm going to like do a whole bunch of stuff uh, and start a. Uh, there'll be there'll be more stuff coming, but uh, coming up yeah. this month, um, hopefully we'll get um, people like Peter Kononas and Thomas Seven back on. Uh, we have a few names lined up. But, uh, we'll be we're, we're, it's in to the works,
1: but it's going to be good. It's going to be a good month. Lots of uh, lots yeah. of fun stuff coming. Thank you, everyone. Have yourself a good weekend. We look forward Appreciate to seeing you again next week. Peace. Bye. Enjoy
0: the, Bye. the outro.